Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Hadass Kuznets with Danielle Powell. She is an event architect, which is perfect because we are coming on upon the season of Christmas and holiday parties, Hanukkah's over, New Year's Eve is also coming up, and you have a lot of tips and tricks to tell us, not only about hosting, but also, you know, someone's got to say it, how to be a good guest, right? Uh, Most definitely. Um, I think that's just as important (laughs) as uh, (laughs) uh, hosting an event. Yeah. Should we get right to it? Like, what are the rules of being a good guest? Well, the biggest thing that I think is important when you are a guest is RSVPing. I cannot tell you like how difficult it is to plan a party when you're trying to track everyone down to, you know, find out if they're coming. You so know, you're either going to have like a big party or like a nice intimate gathering. Either way is okay, but you want to know if you're you having like a know, because sit down you dinner. To, exactly. You need to figure out how much food you're bringing in, the beverages, you know, so on and so forth. Even if you, you know, life happens and sometimes you do RSVP for something you can't go, still let your host know. Don't ghost your host. That is the worst. Uh, Don't ghost your host. Say it again with me, everybody. (laughs) Don't ghost your host. Um, It's always like the polite thing to do is just to, you know, let people know, can't make it. Okay. If somebody says to you, just bring yourself, do they really mean it? Honestly, I 100% mean it. If I say just bring yourself, that means I have everything covered. There are events that I have thrown where you bring a dish or it's like a Friendsgiving type situation, and I will ask people to bring things. But it is such a wonderful gesture showing up to your host's house and bringing something like a bottle of wine. A wonderful gift if you didn't want to do um, alcohol is we have so many wonderful candy shops, cupcakes, and, you know, confections in the city coming with, you know, a box of chocolates or, you know, cupcakes. It's a wonderful thing to do. It's what's a nice the, gesture. What's the best hostess gift you ever got? Oh, well, I just got a bottle of Vouv, so that was... <laughs> That's a pretty good one. <laughs> yes, uh, that was a wonderful hostess gift. I'm not complaining about that one. <laughs> All right. Give us the rundown on hosting. What are the steps? Okay. So you have to figure out first what type of event you want to host. Is it a small, intimate dinner with friends? Is it a large cocktail soiree that you want to hold for... Friends, neighbors, coworkers. So you really have to start thinking in that terms first. Who do you invite? Who do I invite? When you go through, like, do you think, okay, work people, neighborhood people, childhood friends, family? Well, we just... Forget the family. Forget the family. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just kidding. Um, Well, I actually just hosted my holiday party, and I invited coworkers. I invited everyone from our building. I live in a renovated warehouse loft. You pass your neighbors all the time, but you don't really get a chance to really talk to them. So what a great opportunity to host an event, invite people into your home, and open up your house. What do you love about hosting? God, I love a lot of it. I love... The details. I love immersing people into an experience that they wouldn't have normally. And that's with my entertainment. It's with my music. It's with my food. I 
I'm just highly passionate and I, I and I love it. I love now that I got smart enough to enlist help for my parties where I actually can enjoy my own party. Too much in the past, I would be so, I'm a very detail-oriented person and I would run around the house uh, trying to like pick up after things and, you know, greeting everyone and it was just too much. So this last party... Um, and this is a great tip for anyone hosting something, especially larger. Don't be afraid to get help. Hire a bartender. Have staff come in. If you have someone welcoming guests as they come in, taking their coats, busing tables, getting ice and refilling, it was transformative for this party. And you don't necessarily have to do something on a professional level. We're in winter break right now. There are tons of college students and high school students, like probably hanging out on your block. So hit them up make some extra cash and you will actually be able to enjoy your guests. And you, what do you do? You tell them like, hey, wear something nice and take their coats. Yes, exactly. You lay it out. So I like to make like a running schedule of everything I know that's going to be happening at my party at certain times. So it's a little, you know, pre-thought like before everything's going on. I usually have people who are helping me out come about an hour before the party and I just run through everything that, you know, would be helpful. So, you know, we had a bartender, so we needed someone, you know, replenishing the glassware all night. Uh, we needed to do ice runs. It was important to me that when people walked into my house that they felt welcome and they knew exactly what to do. They knew where to put their coats. They knew to grab a welcome cocktail as they walked in. So you just need to lay it out for them and just be organized and have a list of like expectations of like what you like to see on your event. And um, that's the way to go. And then another person, this is a big one for this year, is I don't know how many times I've hosted a party and I'm like, I'm going to take so many great photos. It's going to be so great. Oh, will you take photos? And then I end up having like one or two photos of the night and, and I don't blurry. capture any of it. <laughs> and you can't really see I it. I know, I know. So hire a photographer or Maybe you have a friend who's willing to donate their, you know, donate their services for the night. What I like to do here is you give them a shot list of everything you want to capture. So for me, I want to capture the cocktails, the decor. I know that I want a lot of ambient photos at my parties. I don't like a lot of flash photography. And the bonus of doing this is that I was able to send like a link of photos to all my guests after the party and they loved it. And you weren't running around with your phone. Oh my goodness, I know. So what do you do with your photos afterwards? Do you make a book or something or um, keep the photos? I, a lot, well, some of them I put on my website and on my Instagram. I do the photo books occasionally. I do need some better ideas, I guess, for some of them. But but that's a great idea to hire somebody to do the photos. You know, even if it is the college kid to be like, here's my here's my iPhone. Exactly. Exactly. And they'll go around and take the pictures. Exactly. It was. And those kids are good, too. Amazing. I got to say, some of those kids take the pictures. They're yes. Instagram generation. They're, they're better than me. Yeah. Me and my iPhone trying to take a good. <laughs> that's not. That's a great idea. Yeah. Yeah. So hiring help. All right. Let's review. You've got your. Go ahead. Bartender? You got your bartender. You want some type of service staff if you can. I think that's a very good idea. And um, a photographer. Now, 
you can also, you know, get fancy and you can get entertainment. Um, but it depends on like what type of event you're throwing. I used to DJ at this last party. It was great because they play to your crowd and they can like ramp people up and kind of get them, you know, dancing and moving around. And they, you know, they can feel that, feel the mood. But, you know, if you're on a budget, you can always do a great curated list of your own. If you have a piano in your house, hire someone to come over and play the piano. Or if you're doing a holiday thing, have some carolers come over. I mean, the possibilities are absolutely endless. You don't mess around. I don't mess around. You are fact, serious. I was thinking about entertainment options for next year. And I was like, oh, well, you know, if you have kids at the party, you can have Santa stop by. But then I'm like, wait a minute. What if you had Santa stop by and he had like a special cocktail that was unveiled at a certain time? And I'm like, I'm using that next year. <laughs> I'm so using that next year. So, so funny. All right. Let's talk about the tour. Let's start with the bar. Yes. So... This is a holiday theme here. You've you've yes. laid it out in the in the studio. I have to tell people you've laid it out in the studio. We've got a couple of different items. Let's just go through some of them. Right. What you see, I have um, these little ornament drinks. So they're like four inch clear like plastic or- ornaments, and they were my actual welcome cocktail. I think it's important to when you're hosting to also think about the people who aren't drinking. You know, you want other fun options just because you're not like having a drink for the evening. You're on low octane, um, you know, walk around with something fun. So basically we have two of my ornament teenies. They have a punch in each of them. Some of them are labeled naughty and the others are nice. Obviously the naughty is the spiked version and the nice is, you know, no alcohol. I see so, you've, you've cranberries in both. What do you like to drink? What's a good welcome cocktail? Welcome cocktail. Um, so the one that's the naughty is just a mixture of um, apple shrubs, cranberry juice, like the straight, the real tart cranberry juice without the sugar. It, um, it's much better. And um, vodka. You could do vodka. You could do rum. For my party specifically, we did rum. But um, for, t- you know, today I'm trying out some vodka. And then for the non-alcoholic, you can do something as easy as ginger ale and cranberry. It's refreshing. It's very holiday-inspired, and it looks beautiful. And so. you, you put the holiday paper straws in the ornament. Yes. The ornament is in the martini glass. Yes, yes. And you don't have to drink it in the martini glass. It's really just a vessel to hold it. And I will tell you, if you're planning to use paper straws for anything, put them in right before you serve them, or they're going to swell up and look look weird that's just a little okay little side tip on that one but so they're cute but you got to put them in just right before just right before yes to make them you know keep them looking fresh okay you have these presents on the table yes. what okay. is that so one of the things i like to do at my parties is i always like personal touches i like to send people you know after the party send them home with something to remember by so since we did a cocktail focus party we did little shot glasses and they're branded with the name of the party, which was Jingle and Mingle, and the date. And they were just like little keepsakes for everyone. So, and it doesn't have to be, you know, a shot glass. It can be whatever your party's theme is. So let's suppose, you know, you're doing something fun. You could send them home with homemade cookies. If it's a New Year's Eve party, uh, send them home with branded champagne glasses. I mean, the possibilities are endless. Where do you go to get, the, do you just go online? I go online. You can find everything so easy. So I did, um, again, since it was a cocktail party, I did branded beverage napkins for everyone. And again, I just found a resource online. Um, Super cheap. Jingle. You called it Jingle and Mingle. You said this is my theme and um, you're going through it. You're, You're sticking with it the whole night through. 
whole way through. Everywhere I can put Jingle and Mingle, it is somewhere in the house. Actually, when guests would walk in, um, we had a presentation of the cocktails and the signage that said Jingle and Mingle, you know, to like you you want to set the tone as soon as people walk in the house. You you want them to feel and know what to expect. And even before they get to the party, I like to send out physical invites because, I mean, how nice is it to get something in the mail that's not bills or junk mail? To actually get something that, you know, is a beautiful invitation. You can tell what you're going to be what you're going to be going to. And not only is it an indicator for the guests, but it, you know, has all your important information on there. When to RSVP, what to wear, what to expect food-wise. You know, is it going to be light bites and hors d'oeuvres where you should eat something before you go over there? Or is it something where, you know, it's earlier in the evening and you're going to have a full buffet, so come on an empty stomach. So those are, like, important things that I like to do even before the party gets there. Do you also, I'm wondering, if you're sending out physical invitations, Mm -hmm. do you count on people checking their mail? Because some people don't really (laughs) go through their mail because they only get bills. So do you also do email invitations? I do, yes. You do do. both? I do both. I do both. Um, And actually what I do is around four to six weeks out, especially with the holiday season, I like to send out a save the date, like a evite save the date that just has the name of the event, the date, you know, and, you know, block it off your calendar. And it's also a good chance to, if you don't have someone's physical uh, mailing address, that's a good time to, to grab it. When oh, you I send out, please reply, yeah, so with, please your... reply with your, you know, with your address and then you can actually send them and then they know they're getting something. Oh, that's a great idea to do with your save the date, please reply yeah, with your you, you hit them from all corners there you go <laughs> you get them excited okay what do you food wise are you looking out for everybody like what do you what do you yes, think to yes. serve okay so anytime i'm coming up with a menu if it's you know a large menu or small light bites i'm always like looking to have a nice healthy um amount of vegetarian options of vegan options of dairy-free options how do you, you know, build your your party menu I always base it off a theme and it just depends. So like this last party, it was light bites. So it needed to be anything where you didn't have to eat it with a fork. So anything you could like pick up like cheese and antipasti spread, little mini sandwiches and basically kind of formed it off of there. A lot of times I like to get inspiration from like the season or, you know, you could be doing something like, um, mistletoe and margaritas and maybe you have a nacho bar and a taco bar which I do think I might do that one next year. I've seen that a lot bars of certain types of food like what's the hot thing or hot theme or a creative thing that you've seen lately that's fresh and new? Fresh and new. I don't know if it's fresh and new but I think what is always popular is anything very fresh and seasonal. That's usually what I like to gravitate towards. So in the wintertime, you're looking like a little heartier. Exactly. Exactly. Something with some seasonal ingredients, maybe with figs or, you know, cranberries or, you know, anything in that realm. Um, I actually had help on this one. I used a caterer. So it was nice to kind of, uh, you know, work back and forth like this is what I want. And it wasn't me trying to figure out everything so much. I was guided along in, in some good options. What was good about this party was that it was all room temp food. So I didn't have to worry about, you know, getting like the, the chafing dishes yeah. or hot boxes. And, you know, that was something like I worked with my caterer with. So it ended up being a nice thing. If you're planning a party, how much are you looking to spend? Yes, Especially yes. if you're hiring help. Yes. 
But you said you can do it cheap. You can hire college kids, high school kids. You can. You can. It all depends on what you're throwing in the size. I am lucky enough to work in the events industry where, you know, I'm like, hey, do you want to do some trade? You know, like, will you do this if I (laughs) I do this with you? They can get expensive fast, just depending on what, you know, what you want. I mean, when you're bringing in specific types of like liquor for your bar if you're getting things catered you're bring you know they can get up to like two three thousand if you're not if you're not careful and that's for a small like that's for a you know cocktail party but there are ways that you can do it more cost efficiently a good way is you don't want a bartender that's fine you could do a punch bar you could do something where it's self-service you could do disposables instead of doing glassware like there are definitely ways to get around it and have a more casual, you know, atmosphere and still make it, you know, dynamic and, and beautiful and a good time for your guests. What's like your number one tip for the host? I would say the number one thing for me is being in the moment and actually being able to have quality time with the guests that are there. It's too easy to get wrapped up in little details And now I take a breath and it's like, if that thing is not perfect, maybe over there is happening. It's okay. Like the whole point is to have an opportunity to spend time with, you know, people you may not be able to see all the time. So I would say just staying in the moment and enjoying your own party would be the biggest tip. What's the biggest tip for the guests? (laughs) You, you probably have a list. Well, I do have a list. I do have a list. Um, you can do more than one thing because guests need to hear these things. Okay. Here's a couple of things. I'm going to reiterate this. Please RSVP. It's so important to RSVP. <laughs> Dress for the occasion. If you're having a cocktail party, don't show up in jeans and a hoodie. And if you are basically, RS- if you're bringing a guest, if you're RSVPing for a guest, Make sure your guest knows the expectations of the party as well so they're not feeling uncomfortable showing up, you know, if it's a theme party and they had no idea. And then just being, it's the holiday season. We're all, you know, drinking a little bit and having fun. Use a car service. Think about these things. Like parking's so horrific everywhere you go anyways in the neighborhoods. So just like having a little forethought on like how you're getting to these places and just being smart about it. And Be careful on the pre-gaming for parties. I know that's like a big thing. You don't want to be over-inebriated at, you know, at a fancy party. You don't want to show up to someone's house and be like, I mean, we've all seen that person, though, haven't we? (laughs) (laughs) Let's talk about these cookies. All right. I understand you're like the cookie master. Ooh, that's, well, that's a little Well, they look really good. They look, they're so Um, cute. You know, I do. I have a family recipe that I've been doing since I was a child, and um, I like to change it up every year. Um, so this year, you know, I decided let's make it fun. Let's make it a little crazy. So they're little T-Rex cookies wearing uh, Christmas sweaters and um, little mittens and scarves. Um, really, they could go with any party, right? <laughs> any theme. But they look, I think so. Yeah. I mean, it depends on how you decorate them. Yes, Absolutely. Can you divulge that recipe for us or it will is, you have to kill me? Well, I'm probably, well, no, it's, it's basically like a sugar cookie, but they're mace cookies. I don't know how familiar you are with mace. Um, mace is a derivative of nutmeg. So they have just a little extra uh, wonderful flavor to them. 
What, what, like from nutmeg? Yeah, from nutmeg. It's, um, I don't know what part of it comes from nutmeg. I am not um, an expert in any regard. I just know they're good. <laughs> you cookie cutter them out. And then I cookie cutter them out. Them. I do the multi steps of like the royal icing. And How far in advance are you planning your parties? Are you doing it like a year in advance? Um, not a year. I did start planning my holiday party in August. I'm already thinking about next year, though, honestly. <laughs> All right, so um, let's recap some of the main stations to think about. Yes, go for it. Okay, um, on just being a, a good a good hostess in general. Okay, recapping: um, send out a physical invite, um, follow it up with a save the date. Um, make sure you have a cohesive theme. Planning your party, you know, when it comes to food, your cocktail offerings, and entertainment. Oh. Creating an inviting environment for your guests when they enter with, um, you know, with a cocktail. Making sure the ambiance in your place actually matches your party, which I didn't really talk about too much. But uh, so, how do you how do you change the ambiance? Do you change the lighting? Yes, lighting. It's all about the lighting. You know, it's like going to any restaurant after you know, like in the evening, they all dim down the lights and make it very moody. Like you should be thinking that same thing for your own party. So you want to dim your lights down, you want to flood your place with candles, and then my the greatest thing that I've discovered in the last couple of years, and I'm you might be familiar, are these Philips Hue bulbs. Basically, they're like um, they look like a regular light bulb. You can get them online or at a you know like a home supply store, and you can program them to any color under the rainbow from your phone. So you, it's a game changer. You can set your entire house to these awesome colors for like any type of event you're throwing, and it's just it's absolutely amazing. So you know, just setting the tone. You don't have to go out and do something like that. But, you know, you could do simple things just like by dimming the lights and, you know, adding candles. Um, so I would say that's a big one. Um, another big one, getting help in areas that you think are going to be time consuming. It's just going to give you more time to hang out with your guests. That was one I learned the hard way through many parties, <laughs> many parties before this. People um, to clean up, people to tend bar. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, the, and the, yeah, the cleanup. <laughs> you didn't even think about that part, but yes. That also very much helps in the cleanup process, too. Also, thinking about your menu and making sure that, you know, everyone's accommodated for when it comes to, you know, dietary restrictions. And something that I just want to further elaborate on is another good idea when you do your food stations. You want to do, like, little menu cards um, that list out the ingredients. Um, It looks great. But in the same aspect, um, it kind of tells people with any dietary restrictions or what they're allergic to to kind of stay away. I've actually been at an event where someone has eaten something with peanuts and didn't know. And, it, you know, obviously it's a scary thing. That's um, not very festive. It is not very festive. No. So just make sure you list that out. So anyone with peanuts or shellfish or mango allergies, they Milk. know exactly. Yeah. Yes. Or have an EpiPen on hand. <laughs> <laughs> happy holidays yes happy i'm gonna holidays. stab you with this exactly. pen now exactly what's exactly. your favorite thing about the holidays what's your least favorite thing hmm. my favorite thing about holiday parties i love holiday decorations i do i just i love it i live in i'm gonna elaborate on this so i live in a like loft warehouse space and our studio and shop is actually incorporated into our living area. 
So for the holidays, you know, we get to bring in this like 14 foot tree and just deck out our house. And it's like so lush and green and vibrant. And one of my favorite things is that uh, juxtapositioning of this, you know, modern, lush holiday decor, like with the industrial nature of our, you know, of our living environment. And I just love it. Just makes me feel festive. I also love all the music. I'm one of those people. I, you know, as soon as, you know, Thanksgiving is, you know, hits, it's like Christmas music until New Year's. What's your least favorite thing? Um, <clears throat> nothing. You love. Thing, I know I love it, but actually, what what I'm trying to actually steer away from lately is how much we feel like we need to give in gifts, especially with like my nieces and nephews. Like they have so many things, they don't want any more things. So it's not that I don't love it. I just it. I I guess that's that's the part that you know means the least to me is like the actual gift giving. I mean, I can give a good gift, but I would say that would be the least inspiring of the holidays for me. It's more about, you know, being around your friends and family and, you know, creating that time with everyone. The experience. Yeah. Well, let's toast to the holidays. Can I take the nice one? Yeah. Will you take the naughty one? Here, wait, let's clink. Ready? Yes. Here. Oh, they don't make a sound. Oh, they don't make a sound. They're plastic. plastic. Wait, (laughs) hold on. Is this plastic too? No, hold on. It's not. Wait, ready? Let's. There we go. There. All right, I'm I'm drinking a a juice out of a ornament ball. Yes, this is so good. That's not bad, right? It's just cranberry juice and ginger it's just, ale. Yes, yes, it's so simple. I love it. It's and so you're simple. drinking vodka. I'm drinking some vodka right now. Yes. <laughs> Here's to the holidays. Here's the holidays. Happy holidays. If somebody wants more information or they want to reach you, how can they uh, get in touch? Sure. Um, they can go to my website, and that's theluckydogstudio.com, or they can find me in, um, on Instagram at luckydogstudio. Danielle Powell is an event architect with Lucky Dog Studio. Yes. Thank you so much. Merry Christmas. Happy Holidays. Happy New Year. Thank you so much for having me. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.